Hello there, Hang Up and Listen fans. This is your host, Josh Levine. We have something very special we want to share with you on the feed this week. Uh, Hang Up and Listen alum, our friend, the host of The Gist, Mike Pesca, had an amazing podcast series called Upon Further Review. There's a book Upon Further Review that Stefan and I both wrote chapters for. You should check that out too. But we want to present, this is the last episode in the Upon Further Review series, which is a triumph that could have only come from Mike Pesca's brain. I don't want to give too much away. Mike's going to explain it once the episode starts, but it involves Boston Sports Talk Radio, Tom Brady. It's a counterfactual history of the New England Patriots. And if you like our show, if you like Mike Pesca, you are going to love it. So now I present the final episode of Upon Further Review. From Slate, it's Upon Further Review. I'm Mike Pesca. Well, maybe this one, this episode here, maybe this one's for me. But I think you're going to like it, too. This episode is based on a chapter in the book that shares a name and overall gestalt with this podcast, Upon Further Review. And it really was a joy to commission. Steve Kornacki wrote it. If you've seen him on TV, you know he's methodical and thorough. And he really did bring those virtues and his knowledge of early 21st century Patriots football to bear. To begin with, let me lay out what really happened. So back in week two of the 2001 NFL season, Drew Bledsoe, the Pats QB, and he is 14th on the NFL's all-time passing yards leaders list, he took a vicious hit, and he was out. Then a little-known backup replaced him. That guy's name? Tom Brady takes his team to a championship, he takes his coach to the Hall of Fame, and he takes his city to Nirvana about once every three years on average. Kornacki wants to know, what if Drew Bledsoe never got hurt? But what is the proper form to even consider such a question? How about the crucible for all good ideas and thoughtful debate? How about New England Sports Talk Radio? So please, join me in an alternative reality where Bledsoe stayed healthy, Brady stayed on the bench, and the Pats stayed mediocre all these years. In this world, Bostonians are the same plucky champions of the underdog they have always been. All right, this time, we're going to tune all the way to the right of the radio dial. We're looking for that legendary drive-time duo. You know them, you love them, you love to hate them. Dougie and the Donk. On Boston Sports Radio, WRNT. And now, get ready. Strap in. It's time for New England's 50,000 watt searing hot clear channel laser beam of logic. Bullhorn of reason. Clarion call of insight. WRNT Radio Boston. Filling minds and lifting hope from Peabody to Penobscot Bay presents Dougie. In the dawn. Hello, everybody. Dougie in the Donk here with you today for three hours of Drive Time Boston Sports Talk. Coming up, why did Brad Stevens not foul up three? What's he thinking? Huh? And how are the Sox going to fill the back end of their rotation? What's Ben Charrington doing? And finally... The bees force OT, but can't put away the Canadians. Is this the kind of casual attitude that they're going to take into the postseason? All good questions. All excellent questions, Dougie. Thank you, Donk. 
I am joined, as always, by my co-host, the dapper and delightful depository of sports diversions known as The Donk. And in the 5 o'clock hour, we will, as always, bring you The Donk's redonkulous call of the day. I know you're looking forward to that. Oh, I've been researching it all day long, Dougie. Lots of candidates to choose from, but we've got to start, as we usually do, on the eve of the NFL draft by asking the perennial question, what are the Patriots thinking? Are they thinking? Do the Patriots ever get it? Do they ever get it? I'm shaking the eight ball right now, and signs point to no, Dougie. Signs point to hell no. Hell no. The Patsies, the Pathetics, as I don't have to tell you, long-suffering fans are the epitome of mediocrity. That means they're very mediocre, Donk. Oh, thank you, yeah. What is it, five coaches and seven coordinators since the Parcells era? Parcells second era? Oh, I put my hands together in prayer. Look, obviously for any Pats fan, the name Bill Parcells is synonymous with great coaching. We all remember how exciting every season was in the late aughts. Uh, That's what you call them, right? The aughts? That's what you ought to. Oh, no wordplay! No (laughs) wordplay! Okay, yeah, nice job there, Polly. But we don't have to go through the record, do we? Okay, Parcells brings them to the Super Bowl in 96. Okay, and then we got Bill Belichick for those three years. Better TV announcer than coach. Hell of a nice guy. The listeners knows, joins us every Friday to go around the league on the We Are Welch's Grapevine Hotline. Hell of a nice guy. Fun guy. We love the guy. Witty is all get out, but not a, not a head coach in the NFL. Great coordinator. Bad coach. Happens all I mean, the time. hell, I'd take a coordinator as good as he was. I'd settle for that these days. But since Parcells, since he retired with five playoffs in six years, and all those conference championship games... Let me tell you something about conference championship games. Right. There, are, there are some teams, uh, the Packers, the 49ers, the Giants, who think conference championships are nothing. I know we live our lives around our conference championships. Absolutely. But there are certain teams who that's a, that season is a failure. I know it sounds crazy to us that we would we would be thrilled with a conference championship. You don't shake a stick at a conference championship no, you're, team. You're right. But my point is, after Parcells slash Bledsoe, what is there for the Patriots fan to root for? We've had Bupkis. We needed Bupkis. Okay, don't make me drop the no wood play sound on you again. We needed someone under center. Anyone serviceable. He doesn't have to be the next Bledsoe, but how about the next Tony Eason? Sure. Look, I think we have talent on both sides of the line, and, and God knows Mr. Kraft is good to his veterans. I cried when Richard Seymour, a Patriot his whole life, was inducted into the Ring of Honor alongside Willie McGinnis. Ring of Honor. Asante Samuel. Ring of Honor. Ty Law. Ring of Honor. Let me ask you, Donk. Yeah. Would you rather have rings of honor or just rings? As in Super Bowl rings. No, okay, I, I, I got the implications, Clever. It's almost wordplay. No wordplay! <laughs> oh, Polly. Polly, that was good. That was that was quick. That was good, yeah. You you are earning your Emerson College credits back there for sure, buddy. Yeah. And look, Dougie, there is a right way to do it, and there's a wrong way to do it. And Mr. Kraft has always rewarded loyalty. And that is how you build success. Loyalty. Donk. You're a little too loyal. You were loyal to the punter. You were loyal to the kicker. Mm-hmm. I remember on this show debating it. You didn't want Adam Vinatieri to go. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because that guy was clutch. How do you know? How do you even know he was clutch? He never even kicked to even tie a game. I was two yards from him once. Okay, and I could feel it. it, he, it em, the energy emanated from him, all right? He would have been clutch if we had had a chance to win any games late. Listen, when you're 2 and 14, you're not going to be nervous kicking a field goal. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. There's no opportunity to even prove that he was clutch. Pheromones. Uh, 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 oh, all this debate. 
Don't matter if you don't have the man under center, the signal caller, the field general. And since Bledsoe, we don't have an on-field leader. The gunslinger. The alpha male. The wolf. The coach between the lines. The cannon. We need that. So this brings us to our Kelly's Roast Beef question of the day. Who is the best QB in Pat's history? Here we go. Steve Grogan. Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe. <laughs> Let me finish. Sure. Babe Pirelli. Jim Plunkett. <laughs> okay, wait. That's all. How quickly we forget the Matt Castle era? Ah, the, the Matt Castle era. <laughs> the Matt, not quickly enough. Coming up, we have an interesting guest. He's Steve Kornacki. Do you know him from MSNBC? I only watched Nesson and the new Roseanne. Of course, of course. Well, well, Steve Kornacki is on MSNBC, Donk. Do they even have sports? Oh, you know what I do like is to catch a predator. <laughs> no. I think my cousin was on it. Wow. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. All right. <laughs> but we'll hear him out. Okay. And take your calls. That's right after this. WRNT, Dougie and the Donk. Keep it here. Sports Radio, WRNT. It's Dougie and the Donk. You could always count on Larry Bird, David Ortiz, or Drew Bledsoe to deliver whatever was needed in the clutch. But what about when what you needed was a new clutch? At Peter's Automotive, whether you need a clutch, a carburetor, or just wiper fluid, they got you. With locations in Revere, Taunton, Leicester, Worcester, and Gloucester, Peter's attentive sales staff is there to fulfill all your automotive needs. You'll be strutting around the bases with Peter's automotive shocks and struts, brake pads, transmissions, and cam shafts that make Cam Neely say, Wow! Do it the Peter Automotive way and do it proper. Hiring? Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than posting your job online and just praying for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. How do you think Dougie and the Donk hooked up with Pauly? Is the Emerson College job board only to credit? No, it's ZipRecruiter, because ZipRecruiter knows what you are looking for. It identifies the right people with the right experience and invites them to apply for your job. And ZipRecruiter spotlights the strongest application you receive, so you never miss a great match. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners and Dougie and the Donk listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. That is right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash review. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash review. ZipRecruiter.com slash review. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Dougie and the Dog, here on WRNT, ranting about the Celts, Pats, Bruins, BC, and the Sox. Sports Radio, WRNT, it's Dougie and the Dog. Okay, we're back with Dougie and the Donk. Glad to have you aboard. Let's sneak one more call in here. Ralph, calling us from his garage in Quincy. Hey there, Ralph. Yeah, hi, guys. Ralph, Ralph. Ralph. Oh, how many times? Turn your radio down, brother. Go ahead. To me, it's the stadium. Have you tried to get there on a game day? Even when they're not sold out and there are all these no-shows in December, it takes forever. 
forever. Forever, guys. I think of them as the Rhode Island Patriots at this point. How can you even get there from here? That stadium is a goddamn joke. I don't care if a team wins five Super Bowls. It's whoa, not worth whoa, going hold to on that there, Ralph. Five Super Bowls? You better open that garage door, I'm telling you right now, because you're choking on some fumes. I mean, who, who are we? We are the Packers, huh? The 49ers? Come on, Ralph. Open a window, all right? That carbon monoxide's killing your brain. <laughs> okay, okay but, but I do hear you about the parking, right? The parking lot of 95. I mean, you know what I use? I use Waze. Yeah, yeah, Waze is destroying Walpole, donk. Okay, you know what? F Walpole, Dougie. I take Old Post Road. You gotta Waze it, Dougie. You gotta Waze it. No one told you to buy an Old Post Road. It's highway adjacent. You knew the risks. Uh, okay, donk. Thanks for the call, Ralph. Let's get our guest up. Is he on this line, Polly? Okay. Joining us now on the Kimball Farm Fresh Ice Cold Ice Cream Hotline is Steve Kornacki. This segment is sponsored by Kimball Farm with everything from ice cream to bumper boats at their mega location in Westford plus other locations in Lancaster, Carlisle, and Jaffrey, New Hampshire. The Kimball Farm Ice Cold Ice Cream Hotline. Steve Kornacki. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're fine, Kornacki. <laughs> you know, I knew some Kornackis, I think. Swampscott. Are you related to the Swampscott Kornackis? You know, I don't know of any up there. My family and I grew up in Groton. I actually grew up a few miles from Kimball's. What? Groton? No, no, no. Don't know any Groton Kornackis. What about Dorchester? Yeah, you know any Dorchester Kornackis? I got, I got, I'm pretty sure there were. There haven't been too many Kornackis in Dorchester through the oh. years. Oy. Steve Kornacki, you are a pundit. A pundit donk is a, is a smart guy. Okay. A wicked a wicked smart guy. I'm a pundit. On, on, on MSNBC, which you are completely unfamiliar with, normally I see you on there talking about elections with your touchscreen, right? Uh, yeah, it's my usual job. I guess I'm sort of a, a Patriots fan on the side, you know, born and raised in Mass, grew up a, a big Pats fan, and, you know, probably not too wild about, you know, where things stand right now with the franchise. Ugh. Sure. Not since Parcells, right? Yeah, I mean, I went back and forth. I was trying to figure out what was the, you know, the turning point of the modern era. What were the great well, missed opportunities? Well, what was you know? it? The AFC Championship game loss in Pittsburgh when Bledsoe muffed the hold. Yeah, no, I mean, you gotta. It, it, that look, that would have been the first Super Bowl in what you know a dozen years. The first one since '96. Since '96. Okay, okay, Kornacki. How about the next year? Chiefs Spygate, right? Goodell does nothing, Kornacki. Goodell for nothing. The Chiefs are handed the Lamar Hunt Trophy in Kansas City. Goodell's he's in the bag for them, right? He's a Hunt family lackey, like the lackey, whatever the names were. He's a lackey, Kornacki. How's that fair? Nothing happens. I mean, look, I, it's hard to disagree with you there. I think right. I was a black eye for the league. I, I, think about it, though. You know, it, it was you're in Chiefs territory, three minutes on the clock. Parcells chose to punt. I mean, I think you got to say something about that, too. <laughs> okay, okay. Don't blame Parcells, <laughs> Kornacki. Don't you dare blame Parcells. Ball control, Kornacki. That's no, no, the name that's, of the yeah, game, okay? That's, no, yep, yep, okay. I'm with you on that. Listen that's to me. True. How are you going to compete when the other team is stealing your signals, all right? Anyone who doesn't acknowledge the what's your word, uh, 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 injustice. Injustice, Don. Injustice of that is just in the bag for their own team. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. But I, I guess what I'd say is I think there were a couple of turning points even before that. Okay, hold on there, Steve. It's Dougie and the Donk, WRNT. We're talking to Steve Kornacki. He's got a new TV special in the last 20 years of Patriot Futility and Near Misses. There's an unwritten rule. It's called you don't lose your job in case of injury unless you lose it to somebody that's better than you. 
the, don't don't go off the field. Hey man, if you if you hurt, do whatever you can to stay out there. And Donk has has not seen this yet. So so let's ask him. I'll ask you now, Donk. All right. Steve has pinpointed a quarterback who got away, who he says could have could have turned the franchise around. Okay. All right. Okay. Was this a guy that they should have drafted or should have traded for? Come on. Help me out. He was actually he was on the roster the whole time. He was a backup quarterback. He was there for a couple seasons, actually. Okay. What, was he a ghost or something? Who is this guy you're talking about? <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. Give me a chance because I'll, in, I'll indulge you. Yeah. Okay, Kornacki. You're not going to yeah. say Rowan Davey, are you? It was not. It was not Rowan Davey, no. Wow, Rowan Davey. Oh. Okay, wow. how about this? Good Bri- call. Brian Hoyer. It, it, nope, not Brian, uh, Brian Hoyer. Nope. Oh, man, this is tough. Well, we tried Castle. He didn't work out, though. Hmm. All right, you want another hint here? Are you ready for it? Ah, yeah, give you're, it to me, Kornacki. You're not, you're not going to believe this, Don. We'll, we'll see. All right. <laughs> All right. The, the quarterback who I think could have made a difference, Tom Brady. What? Tom Brady? <laughs> I know. I knew it. I knew yeah. it, Donk. Oh, I'm leaving the studio right now. I'm never, I'm never freaking coming back. Tom freaking Brady. Okay. The backup. Yo, what are his career stats? Seven completions, 13 attempts. What What, what was that? The guy that the, like the 200 taken in the 2000 draft? Yeah. 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 He was actually 199th. <laughs> okay. Oh, do you have a tattoo on your lower back? Listen. All right. You got an obscure <laughs> stat. Who would remember that? Yeah. No. Let's. I mean, look, I know it's the name Brady. You don't uh, you don't think about it. You don't hear it much anymore. But I, you know, I think that was a, a one of those what if moments for the Patriots, believe it or not. Yeah, I can write I can write tons of fiction if I wanted to. But Tom Brady, I, I, I mean, I haven't even thought about Tom Brady for a for a decade. And even then, I didn't even think about him. Maybe I took a look at him. But this is insane. I what, had what, to the... Google images him oh, because sure. it was so I'm long sure. ago. Because he doesn't have one of those faces that no. you just remember. It it blends in, and yeah. I guess. I, I should have picked up on the on the he had the the Travolta he had the, the butt the chin yeah oh I he got you he had the the Travolta yeah, which but. which I guess if if he had been a if he had had a better arm yeah and maybe some charisma sure, maybe that sure. would have and not over. for nothing but Drew Bledsoe was a handsome man it's hard to, hard to hold a candle gorgeous it, yeah you, you know if you had read Moneyball you would hear about this thing it's called the uh, the ugly girlfriend yeah the ugly girlfriend I've had a lot of those I'm <laughs> talking about <laughs> what about you Carnacki. <laughs> No, here's the thing. Like he kicked around for a couple of years. You know, he was here for a few years. He tried a few other spots. He never got whether it was here, whether it was any other place. He never got a chance. I ended up coaching high school, I think, somewhere in Northern California, now where he's from uh, originally. But he never. I, I swear, if the guy had a chance here or maybe even somewhere else, but I, I think about it right here. Wait, it's been wait, a very different ho- story. hold, hold on. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Konaki. Uh Steve, <laughs> I'm turning into you, Donk. Don can't call anybody by his first name. I like he's a, like you're like a gym teacher. That's right. All right, so I think we have that clip. Polly, Polly, a, a gorgeous man, by the way. Polly, as long as we're talking about handsome man, yeah. you bled so as most you, definitely. Yeah, Polly's a gorgeous guy. Polly, do we have? So Steve tracked down the Tom Brady and interviewed him for this for this report. When you're the backup quarterback, you don't even feel like you're on the team. You feel like you're a fan. You know that guy. I didn't do anything to help our team win. You always feel that I'm um, just. I'm just taking up space. 
can I just say like that's he's exactly right there. I I think the reason I say he could have made a difference though if he ever got a shot here is the synergy that you would have had between a coach like Belichick and a quarterback like Brady. I think Belichick could have put something in that utilized Brady perfectly, and it would it would sort of outthought the. Kornacki, I think that's the I, way I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay, <laughs> Bill Belichick. Is that who we're, I mean, the guy the guy's a good defensive coach. Defensive. What do you even know about offense? Look, we we like Bill. We love Bill. Love Bill. heck of a nice guy. Great to his fellow members of the media. He's a, he's a sweetheart, but one of the one of the good guys in our business. Shop guy. Shop. Good dresser, right? Yes. Funny yes. guy. Shoes. I always ask him where he gets his shoes. You have no idea. It's not Sims. I'll tell you that much. Probably men's warehouse. Probably so, men's or, warehouse. Or yeah. Something of that level. Great stuff there. Yes. Bill has his strengths, as our listeners know. He's on the Welch's Grapevine Hotline Fridays during the season. But I don't see how you go from good defensive coordinator to offensive genius. Polly, Polly, play the cut. Belichick, too. My job is to make the decisions for the football team, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what Mr. Kraft's paying me to do, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the decisions that I think are the best for the football team. T-E-A-M as in team. Yeah, no one's saying he's dumb. I mean, he can spell I mean, better than I can. He's an excellent yeah. speller, Doc. It's really very good. <laughs> and it's clear that Belichick is, you know, maybe, I don't know, too nice a guy to succeed in the NFL. It's a, it's a hard place. And Tom Brady certainly doesn't seem like the kind of guy who is a Parcells guy. Right, right. right. And that's, that's what I'm saying. It wouldn't matter. The way I would see it is this. Belichick, obviously at some point he did see something in Brady. He took him in the draft. He kept him on as the, the quarter. He's with a third-string quarterback in 2000. You had Bledsoe. You had Brady. You also had Michael Bishop. But he kept him on. So he's Bra- Bledsoe. Brady, Bishop, they were all there. Sure, sure. Okay, now, Bishop, that guy was an athlete. I could see you writing some good science fiction about that guy, right? No, well, well, I mean, it'd be speculative fiction, but that's my point. If Belichick had, I don't want to say the guts here, but I think the problem you have to remember with Belichick is he was penned in. He was penned in because he had the bad record in Cleveland, so there were some doubts already. He had the bad first season. He had an owner there, you know, Kraft, who liked Bledsoe. So the question there was if, if Belichick could have gotten permission from Kraft to put Brady in, to give him a shot, to see what he had, I think history is a little different there. You don't maybe have that same rough patch in 2000, 2001, you know, what cost Belichick the job ultimately. I think maybe then Belichick and Brady develop some chemistry, some synergy, and they make some noise. Okay, okay, lost in space. So the cow in <laughs> Roethlisberg of New England is Brady and Belichick. This, just, this sounds funny just coming donk, out of my mouth. Donk, Bra- donk. Brady and Belichick. You know what? I, that sounds like a law firm in, in Dorchester, <laughs> all right? <laughs> I just, I just want to congratulate you for finally pronouncing Bill Cowher's name right. For years, it was Coher. What? Do you, do you, yes, you were saying Coher for I, years. I, I, so that's I don't, revisionist. <laughs> I just pulled up this, this picture from, from Tom Brady's draft combine. Whoa. Wow. Okay, I'm 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 looking at this pic of him from the draft combine. Mm. Let me let me describe this to the listeners. You got to Google this. Yeah, he's shirtless. Yeah, he's wearing droopy blue undershorts. Wow, he's he's kind of doughy. He's doughy. I'd say. I mean, I mean this this guy just didn't have that 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 tenacity to get in the gym. Yeah. Can you to, turn down the brightness on the? He's so pale. So pale. He's, he's blinding so me. So pale. Like turn no, down the brightness no, on your phone. Cause, no I mean, definition. Nothing. He's got a sad sack look. Yeah. His hair is awful. How do you hold and up I, that sign even? You know. And you I just like, in college, all they do is is work out, and and he's clearly not eating right. No. There's something like too much Pizza Hut or something, right? <laughs> yes. 
A lot of pizza, a lot of tomatoes, a lot of strawberries. Yeah, so droopy. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't worry about him getting a starting job in the NFL. What I wonder about is, is this dude ever going to get a date, right? Yeah. Let's bring in Rose from Woonsocket. Yeah, hi, guys. I'm listening to what your guest is saying, and I gotta say, it just doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, I've been a Patriots fan my whole life. I've suffered through it all. And I've thought about Stanley Morgan and Raymond Claiborne and Mosey Tatupu. Oh, Mosey. Mosey. But I gotta say, to you and your guests, I have never, ever thought about Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady? He barely cracked 200 when he got drafted, and he looks so out of shape. Oh, oh. I'll take my answer off there, thanks. Uh, no, and, and listen, I, I, I agree. I mean, I know when you look at the career he had here, that's what you're going to say. I, I'm just trying to say, you, you, try to think of history a little differently. Change that variable and give the guy a chance. I think he was a smart quarterback. Look, I, I'm a huge Patriots fan. I always have been. You know, I had the Ben Coach you know, poster in my bedroom when I was growing wow. up. This is a team I've, I've always cheered for. And when I look at this, I just – I think if you'd given him a shot, instead of sticking with Bledsoe all those years, maybe it's less 10-6 and six wild card, just making the playoffs if you're lucky, and maybe it's more winning division titles, threatening for the conference title, and who knows, that Super Bowl we always talk about but never get. Sure. Okay, Steve, in- interesting theory. Interesting. Kind of a wild theory, but let's, let's move to the current Patriots team. Do you see them succeeding with their personnel? Who do they have on the offensive side of the ball who can be a difference maker? Well, that, so Rob Gronkowski. Think about that for a second. Think about you know him? Do you know Gronkowski? Was, yeah, you're related Kornacki? to Gronkowski? <laughs> I'm just teasing we're you. We're all related somehow, of course. Yeah. Uh, he's oh, probably course, some you know, fifth or sixth cousin somewhere, but uh, distant enough that we spell our names differently. He's, um, think about what he was in college, though. He was a pass catcher. And right. think about how they're using him right now. So what if you put him out there and actually threw the ball to them, made him catch the ball, see if he could make a play downfield? I think you might get some mileage out of that. Oh, uh, okay. Well, uh, Konaki, I just tried to picture that, and I got a bloody nose. So <laughs> I don't see it, okay, Konaki? I mean, Gronkowski or the cow, as we call him. The cow is the cow because the cow is a mobile, all right? He's hard to move. You didn't say move. Ain't no wordplay. No yeah, that's, Steve, that's just the thing we do. Sorry about that. But I, I, I agree with Donk. Yeah. You, you keep the cow in tight in run situations. Yeah, he's, you, a, he's a real lunch bucket guy. Blue yeah. collar Gronkowski. From Buffalo. Can, from Buffalo. Yes, yes. Those are blue collar guys. Yeah. Blocked down on the tackle. Hard workers. May, maybe a, a, a quick over the middle yeah. every once in a while sure. to keep the defense honest. But yeah. anything else, right. I'm going to, yeah. Oh, the cradle sure. will rock. Get off of that limb, Kornacki. <laughs> anyway, okay. Great talking to you, Steve. Steve Kornacki of Groton. Thanks to you, Steve. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. Paulie, he's gone? He gone. Okay. Well, we just want to thank Steve Kornacki for joining us on the Kimball Farms Ice Cold Ice Cream Hotline. All guests of Dougie and the Donk get a $25 gift certificate for any of the rides or delicious ice cream. Flavor of the month? Heath Bar Crunch. You know, I'd say maybe Kornacki's been sitting in too many bumper cars without a seatbelt. You know what I'm saying? Bill, <laughs> Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, I, it's like a fever dream. Oh I, know, I know I know, what you're saying, Donk, but don't be mean to the guests. What? Who's being mean? All right, he still gets the gift certificate. You can get, like, two rides on the zip line for that price. Nice guy, that Kornacki. All right, stick to politics is all I'm saying. All right, we'll handle this poor talk. And so we shall, right here on The Rant, coming up. Who is the greater dynasty, the Jets or the Bills? Ooh, that is a tough one. Yes, it is, Donk. You know, it always comes down to those two juggernauts, doesn't it? Yup. Bills or Jets? Who scares you more, Pats fans, after the break? 
WRNT ranting across all of New England. Keep it here. We are Dougie. And the Duck. You know, the Kelly's roast beef questions of the day get more and more profound. Each day, I find. Just like Kelly's roast beef. This episode was written by me, produced by Bradley Campbell, and edited by Derek John. Thanks to Gary Gullman, perhaps the finest stand-up comedian going today. Gary played Dougie, an actor, an improviser. Ben Ramika played the donk. Guest caller Steve Kornacki was played by Steve Kornacki, who also wrote the original piece, What If Tom Brady Hadn't Taken Over for an Injured Drew Bledsoe? You can find that and other great what-ifs in Upon Further Review, published by 12, an imprint of Hachette. Upon Further Review, the podcast is hosted by me, Mike Pesca. Our executive producer is Derek John. T.J. Raphael is senior producer, and Steve Lichtai is executive producer of the Slate Podcast Network. Remember, you can hear all of our previous episodes by subscribing on Apple or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And do leave a rating and a review. Who knows? If you clamor loud enough, maybe they'll greenlight another season. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. We hope you had as much fun listening as we did talking. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Dahlia Lithwick, host of Slate's legal podcast, Amicus. If you're listening to this show, you might be interested in Amicus's live show that we're hosting in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday, May the 14th. My colleague, Mark Joseph Stern, and I will be talking to some amazing guests, including Sherilyn Eiffel and a sitting state Supreme Court justice all about how originalism, a relatively recently invented way of interpreting the Constitution, has taken over the Supreme Court and radically reshaped the law. It's been doctrinal rocket fuel for the conservative legal movement and facilitated the rolling back of abortion rights, the expansion of gun rights, and the obliteration of the separation of church and state. And as another wildly consequential Supreme Court term careers to its end, the court's originalists are on a tear. But there's something you can do about it. And we hope you'll join us in D.C. on May 14th to explore the possible pathways out of the current situation. Go to slate.com slash amicus live for tickets.